0: It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, and the guy's coming up in 17 minutes. Until then, though, Alan and I are here. What's up, man? Big plans for the weekend. It's Friday.
1: Oh, hi, Jerry. Yes, it is Friday. I'm wearing my Friday flannel.
0: Yeah, you wore that at Mohegan Sun, did you not?
1: No, it was that's a different flannel. That's not the flannel. one that
0: you and Craig wore together?
1: Nope, but I decided that's going to be my new uh, fall slash winter look this year. <laughs> the Friday flannel. No, the button-down flannel, Jerry. How that's many what do I'm going you have? With. I actually counted this morning in my closet. I have like uh, seven of them. Do you really? Yeah.
0: So you're not going to be like Eddie where you won't have to repeat.
1: No, Eddie does that with T-shirts. He's right. got hundreds of T-shirts. Being in radio all these years, you collect free T-shirts. I cannot do that with flannels, Jerry. They're a little pricey.
0: But in fairness, how many do you really need? You only need like 17 or I know, or but, th-
1: but you know how... It is here when you work with Craig. If you show up in the same shirt once every nine weeks, he thinks you're wearing it every day. Correct. That's got to be careful.
0: And by the way, just so you know, because I know you don't keep track of these things, it's not that important to you. Today's payday. It's also Game Three.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Jerry. (laughs) I'll be looking for that
0: of the World Series at Wrigley Field tonight. First time since what 1945 they've got a World Series game, so that's kind of cool. Kyle Hendricks, Josh Tomlin uh, are the starters. We talked a lot about Schwarber yesterday. He cannot play the outfield. Doctors were like, "Are you nuts?" so he'll be a pinch hitter for the next few games but you're very intrigued by what will be going on in and around Wrigley yeah, Field yeah because we
1: know the ticket prices for the games are crazy like 3 grand 4 yeah. grand for tickets at Wrigley now there's many bars around Wrigley Field that will obviously be showing the game they're charging people 250 bucks to get in that's the cover charge that's the cover charge now some of the bars you'll get a buffet which i can't imagine a packed bar people just trying to get buff- bad buffet food for two fifty, if you want a table of four, it'll cost you an additional five hundred. So seven fifty for four people and the buffet. Well, it's five hundred for the four people, and then each of them pays two fifty to get in. It's an so additional it's a thousand, five. Yes, for the oh. table, so it's a thousand dollars. <laughs> Can if, you explain to me if you want to go with uh, three of your buddies to watch the Cubs game at a bar near Wrigley Field? So where is the
0: research that says we can charge this much and people are still going to come? I guess the doors? it's
1: the old supply and demand. If you get people I, walking through those doors, because people, for some reason, people need to feel a part of these sporting I'm events. That. I get that. I get like that. Like even if they don't have, even if let's say there were no bars near Wrigley Field, let's say it was like how where the where the Meadowlands is for the Giants right, and Jets. Sure. People would still go there just to be in the area, which I'd never have understood. Well,
0: I think a great thing that would be a lot of fun is to go, especially in today's day and age, where you literally can take your satellite dish with you or whatever. If the game's on regular TV, you can you got all these uh, weird antennas you can use. If you got the generator, go tailgate in the stadium while the game's going on and have a big party. That could be fun and cheaper than spending $1,500 for a table at a packed-in bar and a Bad buffet.
1: I just thought of a great idea. I would, if I lived in Chicago, I would watch it at home, and I would just watch periscope, people periscoping near the stadium. I would feel like I'm kind of there. No, you wouldn't. Tailgating in an empty or tailgating. You a big party together. Right. But that's the worst part about going to these games, especially would be a World Series at Wrigley Field, which would be obviously sold out. Trying to get to and from the parking lots. Oh, it's got to be brutal. So what? If I'm not even going to the game, I'm no chance doing that to tailgate. Have you ever
0: been to Chicago? I've never. So, Because I, I don't even know what the layout is. I mean, just from what I've seen, that stadium's just plunked right down in the middle of the city. It's in so a neighborhood. I don't even know where you park for these games. I don't but either. We have discussed in the past those rooftop tickets. That look really cool. What also do you think pricey. those are going for? Those are pricey. Thousands of dollars, Thousands right?
1: of dollars, Jerry.
0: Unbelievable. And how much, I always wonder this too, with the secondary market, and we saw with the with the Mets last year in the World Series, people are making the bulk of this money, correct? Because the prices are legislated from the league. So it's not the teams that are charging you $3,000 for a, uh, a ticket to the game. It's basically what you're getting secondarily.
1: Secondarily, Jerry.
0: Secondarily. And then
1: how about this? Remember the guy yesterday that went all over the Internet? He, uh, he was the older uh, portly gentleman who yes. uh, double birded. Russell Westbrook? Richard Harkaway is his name. Richard Harkaway. We found out a little bit more about him uh, yesterday into the evening. Turns out he, he is from Philly. He, uh, he did come out and apologize. Kind of. Kind of. He I apologized know. but said he was provoked because Russell Westbrook referenced his, him being fat in some way. That worked out well. Then we found out two disturbing <laughs> things. One, he's a urologist. Yeah, I have a problem with this. Slash part-time comedian.
0: Well, he's funny.
1: Would you like your urologist to be a part-time comedian?
0: So I'm actually going to the urologist today. Oh, I
1: hope he tells a hilarious opening joke.
0: Do I have to worry if this guy is, you know, doing stand-up at a comedy club tonight, A, B, and where he's probably more concerned with his routine than worrying about what he's doing with me, and then B, do I have to ask him... If he flips the bird to athletes in his spare time. He
1: probably does. Finger but, the circle. I hope he opens up when you walk in. He'll go, oh, Jerry, I uh, just flew in from Philly and, boy, are my arms tired.
0: <laughs> Could you imagine, though, if this guy's your urologist no. and you
1: had an appointment with him today? Right. Or you go, you're watching the game and you go, I think my urologist just got thrown out of the Sixers game. <laughs> that sloppy mess. You know, interesting to note, Jerry, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, this is a true story. Eddie Scazzari and I go to the same no, no, this is urologist. Not interesting.
0: This is weird.
1: So there's a gentleman out there in New Jersey who has seen both Eddie and I nude. <laughs> professionally.
0: Yes, yeah, professional. In a professional of course. manner.
1: Oh, of course. And by the way, that never comes up at cocktail parties. He does say to me, how's Eddie doing when I go? <laughs> and he asks me, how's Al doing? Yeah, it's a little awkward. But you guys but-
0: are probably the subject of his conversations when he's out to dinner. I don't know if that's... Right, wrong, or indifferent, but let's be honest—it's probably happening.
1: Yeah. Well, Eddie came in one morning and said he needed a urologist. Did I know of one? And right. since I'm, for some reason, I always feel like I have issues I know. down there, so I'm always going to the urologist. You're so I had one with that area. I'm always right. I always feel like I have something like something wrong with me. So uh, yeah, but uh, my urologist does not go to sporting events, as far as I know. Double burning athletes. <laughs> Although in it, fairness, my urologist is a uh, svelte. He's not. He's not a big fat guy. Which so maybe the athletes aren't yelling at my urologist when he goes to the games. Or
0: maybe he just handles himself the right way when he goes to oh, the games. he could
1: be professional. <laughs> Let and me just ask you. Sit there. When
0: was the last time? Forget the profanities. We hear that all the time. We've discussed, we discussed that yesterday. When was the last time, though, you saw when you were at a game a fan with both arms outstretched
1: doing that to a player? Well, you. S- I've seen it from so far away that the player can't even know it's happening.
0: Okay, because I don't even think I've ever seen a guy in the stands do both hands like that.
1: Yeah, I've seen that, but normally in the upper deck where he's really not affecting the player he's, on the field. Right, or he's the more court, offending the people
0: around him. All of the people around
1: right. him are offended, yes.
0: That's actually funny. Hmm. You I
1: normally didn't... don't get that with a... I just don't understand, like, with those seats or expensive seats, you would think you get a a better-behaved fan, but I guess not. Well,
0: keep in mind one thing. A, the Sixers aren't very good, and they haven't been for a long time now, and B, I don't know how much they're charging. You know, we're talking about $3,000 a ticket for the World Series. Those tickets might be expensive. They're not $3,000 a ticket, I wouldn't think. Not in Philly, not the way they've played of late.
1: Here's the other thing. As a urologist slash stand-up comedian if you've not made it in stand-up comedy and you're in your 60s it probably i would just stick to being a urologist
0: (laughs) that's worked out pretty good for you it
1: has to be lucrative
0: you know what some people have things they want to accomplish before their time's up so in that case i would applaud him for not quitting unlike some people that have tried maybe playing the guitar a couple of times and quit multiple times
1: do you think he makes uh attempts to make jokes while he's checking you for a hernia
0: I'm sure he's trying to make jokes the entire yeah. time. He has got to be one tough doctor to go see, just based on that. Especially if he's not funny.
1: Yeah, you go in there and you have to get, you know, do the prostate exam, and he's in there in a in a Allen Iverson jersey <laughs> with and his I, lab coat on. I wonder if those are the fingers he uses. Oh, there's. Uh, you know, the...
0: I was going to say that before, but
1: but you thought, I'm, but I'm, I said go- it. I'm going to be above that because of the know. circle. <laughs> And, and anyway, exactly. I mean, exactly. <sighs> right what
0: are we doing? All right, let's take a break. Boomer and Carton coming up in a moment But We will also discuss Ben Roethlisberger. And a quick thing, too. Uh, with Richard Sherman when we come back on the It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAA. All right, the guys coming up in just a couple of minutes. We got the Cubs and the Indians tonight in Chicago, Game 3 of the World Series. We'll have some more on Josh Brown, Roger Goodell, and the NFL coming up today. Last night, you had the Titans beat the Jaguars 36-22. to Jets Brown Sunday. The Jets are a mess physically. Darren Lee and Bruce Carter uh, have been ruled out. Uh, tonight, the Nets play their home opener against the Pacers, and yet the Islanders losing to the Penguins last night, four-two.
1: And then this seems somewhat embarrassing or emasculating to me in some way. Uh, inside the NFL, had uh, mic'd up uh, Ben Roethlisberger and Tom Brady, and at the end of the game, Ben Roethlisberger said, "I don't normally do this, but may I have a jersey of yours? You're the best man. Can I? I want to put it in my office." And he, the way he did it was seemed very—it just seemed weird. Like they're contemporary guys. And they're not done yet. That's a bizarre request. When did this from one start man to another? With guys asking well, like, for the jersey. Well, like wide receivers would do Why? it, but they were guys, I don't know. Like, like what's he what do you want to do with to that the jersey? Days of
0: the Cowboys hating the Redskins and the Giants hating the Cowboys and the Dolphins and the Jets hating one another. And I guess, listen, we've seen this stuff with Josh Norman and Odell Beckham. Some of that stuff still exists, but it's too chummy and too buddy buddy
1: from team to team. But that just doesn't seem like what one man should ask another I, man.
0: I totally agree. If I'm Ben Roethlisberger, I've had a Hall of Fame career myself. How about you ask me for my jersey, right? Yeah, right. But you didn't. I'm aware of yeah, because Because Tom didn't. Brady's manly and would never do that. Exactly, which is why the whole thing is bizarre. By the way, did you see this Michael Irvin hat all over the place with my cowboy hat? I did not. You haven't seen this? The he cowboy hat your... that I used to wear on this show, he showed up on Inside the NFL the other night. Wearing the hat. It's all over Manhattan with the hat. Where's the hat? I, I have it. You, fi- you got the hat back? The
1: hat. It's a dirty, foam was cowboy really hat. really your hat?
0: Yeah, well, he no, took Andy it from foam here. Had, I have it. I was wearing it here so on the show. And he gave it to us. It's like a foam finger, but a hat. Yeah, Ooh. and it was all over Manhattan, and he's wearing it inside the NFL. And, huh. but at least, so you say he stole it from you? I didn't say he stole it. Well, he was giving it, and he walked nice. right out with it. Well, It was yours. It was, so, I thought well, the show. Theft is what that is. Well, I, I would report it. That. Well, I don't know if we're going to He actually wore it, it, it on I, Showtime as well. That's what I said. Which, which it means yeah, yeah. he's flaunting it in front of Jerry's he's face. He's flaunting my hat. Exactly. Boomer. I and mean, he has no uh, regard for you, Jerry, because he didn't not, say, oh, by the way, I took your guy's or, hat. He just or, hey, took boom, it. Do because, me a
1: favor, take this back to Jerry for me.
0: Right. Well, he was well, giving this hat to me.
1: Boomer, do you find it somewhat emasculating that Tom, that Ben Roethlisberger asked for Tom Brady's jersey? That's weird. Would you ask
0: Montana for his name? way. I used to switch jerseys. With guys, what? I didn't ask them for the jerseys. We just knew we just switched jerseys. Why? So this has been going on a long time. Yeah. Where Why? are they? Soccer players do it all the time. You what? want me to bring them in for you? Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, a stack framed. of them somewhere. I have Bernie Kosar's jersey, Jim Kelly's jersey, nice. Dan Marino's well, that was jersey. Last MVP club, right? The quarterback club. Uh, well, quarterback club, but we all gave each other jerseys. So we'll uh, take those. It's all right. It's all fine. right. Those no are the way you could find those. Bulmer and Carton, they're next on the back. <laughs> FAN and CBS <laughs> FM awesome, present Holiday oh, in Brooklyn, starring friends. James Taylor oh, and Jimmy Buffett away again on the same day. stage for one night only. Friday, December 9th at Barclays Center. Tickets go on sale Wednesday, November
1: 2nd, 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. $1
0: of every ticket will be donated to
1: WFAM's Why Hunger Hunger Thon. For details, go to CBSFM.com.